Issues on I'm Ethan. Oh, I forgot that Ben is in here. Oh, yeah. I'm Tiffany. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> usually when I'm on the show yeah, now, usually it's like, another... I'm Ben, yeah, and, and I'm you Tiffany. Go. Right, we yeah. don't get to see this configuration This hasn't often. happened that often. No, it's true. Frequent. But uh, yeah, hey, we're talking about Superman today. Uh, we did a story a while back uh, called What Do You Get for the Man Who Has Everything? Yeah. Which is written yeah. by Alan Moore. I figure we do the last Superman story ever, uh, written by Alan Moore, with art by Kurt Swan and George Perez. The last one ever. Uh, technically, of the pre-crisis Superman. Ah. Oh. This is actually called Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow. Uh, Neil Gaiman tried to do like a spiritual sequel to it called Whatever Happened to the Cape Crusader, which is good. Mm. Okay. And so is this. <laughs> uh, this so came out. It is a spiritual successor. Yeah, I, th I think it works. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's just not written by Alan Moore. Mm. And, it, and it never will be. Because... He's not writing for DC. He has no interest in doing that. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, coming out of 86. Okay. Crisis was happening. It was a year-long event. Mm. So they needed to fill space. And they were also rebooting their universe. And so they're ending the books. And they're right. given the reins to then superstar comic book artist John Byrne to take over for Superman. But what do we do with the books that are starring Superman right now? Like, Cancel and, them? Yeah, that's the plan. But we still have two more to come out. And we're like, what are we going to do? Ooh, I know. And so the editor at the time was like, I've got an idea. I'll get Jerry Siegel, co-creator and writer of the Superman story when it was first published in 37, uh -huh. to write the last Superman story. We'll treat it like we're oh. ending Superman. Yeah. Like we're going to stop publishing Forever. it. And we'll ask the creator of Superman to write the last Superman story. That's a cool idea. Yeah, so she tracked him down, found him at a comic book convention, was like, you want to do it? And he's like, yeah. And then the lawyers were like, no. So then he was off the table. And they just didn't bother Wait, to do that again. Wait, whose lawyers? <laughs> Everyone's. <laughs> <laughs> the Seagulls and the Schusters and the Superman thing was a complicated mess up until like very recently. Uh, so like they're, like, they're just going to reopen. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah. So instead, they asked Alan Moore. And Alan Moore's like, yeah, all right, I suppose I could do that. I guess I'll write the last Superman story ever. If you want. If you want that. Sounds like a real jogging good time, I suppose. <laughs> so he wrote the story, and he treated it like it's the last Superman story ever. Okay. So this is like Superman die at the end? or what? Yeah, more or less. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's the end. So, And the story opens in a very like flowery, cute little intro that's written by Alan Moore. It's about, like, this is an imaginary story about what happens if Superman dies. And remember, it's an imaginary story, but aren't they all? Ooh, and you're like, okay, Alan, I get it. Yeah, got and, it. And uh, the story takes place in the future. And we're seeing a statue of Superman immortalizing him for all time because Superman is no more. He's not among us anymore. Right. right. A statue of Superman that looks, oh, this statue, <laughs> which looks just like he's a standing there. Like he's standing there on a podium, and he's like, how long do I have to do this before they're convinced that I'm a statue? It's like one of those like wizard cards. What? In, in Harry Potter, remember they've got the oh. wizard cards? You don't expect him to stand around all day, do you? <laughs> you you can't say that to a 90s kid who collected wizard magazines. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking wizard magazines. With holographic yeah. cards. I'm like, I guess he kind of looks three-dimensional if, if you turn it. But like, oh, you mean, I mean the actual thing that the culture might actually know what you're talking right. about. Right, that anyone watching like, might oh, know. Right, not me. Yeah, oh. you got double door. Where where's it going? Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> story uh, opens and it's like it's the future and 
Lois is older, and you know, so she's being interviewed <laughs> by. She's older. Older. She's older. So she's Everyone's like forty. Yeah, more or less. Okay. Well, I guess they don't want to say because they, they don't, don't want to date yeah. when it is. So I think they say it's like 1997 or something. Right. <laughs> There's a knock on the door at Lois's residence. Mm-hmm. She's not Lois Lane anymore, by the way. Her name is Lois Elliot. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, she's married. She's moved on. And so they sent this guy named Tim Crane over to her place because the Daily Planet is doing a kind of like retrospective on the last days of Superman. Okay. Uh, the story takes place, by the way, on August 16th, 1997. The far-flung future. Right. Oh, so. she has like a crazy coffee maker oh, thing? Oh, it's the future. <laughs> and so she's making coffee for them in a like domed coffee making structure. It, you'll see little like 1950s, it's the future-isms yep. peppered throughout the book. And I think okay. that's very deliberate because if you ever read a script by Alan Moore, <laughs> every panel is about three pages long. And has like full bolt. He doesn't write in anything other than caps lock, uh-huh. which is like, of course. Okay. I can imagine. And then Rorschach does this, <laughs> and here's what his face, here's what the 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 blot looks like, and here's what position he's in, and yep. here's what it means. Here's specifically every, what's in the background of the panel. And this is what, yeah, exactly. Every this, text a fly message is over here. Every text message from him is just shouting. Yeah. Pick up more milk. <laughs> There's no way that he drinks milk. <laughs> there's no way he knows how to turn off the caps on his phone. <laughs> oh, it's like, it's more like, turn on the caps lock. Okay, done. No, I never can turn off my phone. So Crane's interviewing Lois. She's, of course, retired. She doesn't work for the Daily Planet anymore. She's living the, she living has, the domesticated life. She has like 12,000 Pulitzer Prizes. She quit for exactly. no reason. Well, no, she settled down. Oh. That's what a working woman from the 50s would do. She'd yeah, get she married, have a kid, then stop. Yeah. yeah but was... this was written in the 1980s. <laughs> yeah, but it's about the Superman from like the 30s. Oh, I see. It's okay. wrapping up all of the pre-crisis Superman continuity. Okay. I mean, it's not doing all of that, but it's ending that Superman story. Okay. So Elliot's like, you were with Superman. It's not a secret that you dated him for a while or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, tell me more about like what happened. And so she's like, okay. So What's he like in bed? Yeah. Right. Why, why does she have a baby in like a glass cube? Oh yeah, it's really weird. It's like, oh, what's wrong with her son? Yeah. No, that's where they keep them. That's where they keep them. Babies are all in it's cubes. Either, it's either it's a baby in a cube or she's really into dolls. Yeah. Like when Lois quit the planet, she's like, I need to do something. She occupied her time with porcelain dolls, dolls, realistic dolls. Yeah, That's very not far from the mark. <laughs> that being said, it is her son, and the baby okay. is absolutely in some kind of like weird incubator. Maybe it's like, oh no, regular air is too toxic for babies. You need special <laughs> filtered air. Yeah, it, it, It's never addressed. It's never, <laughs> never explained. explained so yeah. don't bother. <laughs> anyway, so she's talking about how like the last days of Superman were like really tense and weird. Hmm. And like everything was kind of like amplified and uncomfortable. So... Well, I mean... Almost like the world knew. That Superman yeah. was going to be shaken off of itself. Also, it's like, he's he's an alien from a dead... Like, weird and tense? Like, in terms of what? Well, Superman! Of he's as American as apple pie! The man should be like, oh, everything's kind of cool. Like, I'll I'm Superman. I'm here. Everything should be fine. But it's not. Superman feels this tension, and it's set off immediately because when Superman arrives on the scene of like this great carnage uh-huh. so Lois and Jimmy are there at the scene and they're like Superman thank god you're here and he's like what's, what's going on and by the way it's written kind of like a classic Superman story okay. so it's kind of like hokey and silly right. but then like Alan Moore's like but real life is really harsh so don't forget <laughs> like so he throws that in there which feels really really cool but also really really out of place but it's like it's jarring and it's supposed to be yeah. he's doing right. it deliberately because at the end of the day, Alan Moore actually is a really brilliant writer. Right. So 
they're like Bizarro, just just start tearing shit up and killing people. Wow. And Superman's like Bizarro. Like that's not what he does. Bizarro's just like an, a mindless, silly ass villain of mine. Right. Like why would he do that? Maybe he took the backwards thing too much. He's like, well, to kill them is to make them alive. Yeah. <laughs> no, he does. Bizarro comes back and he's like, he fulfills the promise of Bizarro. Yeah. Bizarro's like Bizarro was thinking about where he like Superman come from and how doomed planet. So Bizarro like killed all of his people from the Bizarro world. And then came back, and then he's like, so Superman saves people, so I've got to kill everybody. So ah. Bizarro starts murdering everybody, and so Superman and Bizarro are having this back and forth, and Superman's like, Bizarro, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, why would you, you do this? You didn't used to be like this. Yeah, and he goes, you know, and because I need to be an imperfect duplicate of Superman, I carried blue kryptonite. In the old days, there were lots of kryptonites. Yeah. And they all were different colors. And right. all the colors did stuff. Something different, yeah. Like, they made him, like, lose his powers forever or turn gay. And so, like, the blue kryptonite kills Superman. Okay. Or kills Bizarro Superman. And so he uses he uses the kryptonite on himself and he kills himself in front of Superman. What? And so he just dies. And Jeez. he's just, everything going dark. Hello, Superman. Hello. Well, and Superman's <laughs> like... So, for Superman... What's going on? Everything's on fire. Bizarro went nuts, killed a whole bunch of people, and he's in that department store. He went in there an hour ago, and he won't leave. And so Superman goes in there. He's like, Bizarro, what's up? I killed everybody and myself. Hello. Superman's like, goodbye. <laughs> that was weird. That was a weird one. <laughs> so then Superman goes to work as Clark Kent. Well, I'm trying to imagine him like trying to get his story straight before he goes outside. He's like, yeah. okay. Okay. I killed him. I defeated him. <laughs> How? Blue kryptonite? I hit him with blue kryptonite. Why? You murderer. Oh, uh, because he killed people. That, he wouldn't stop. That's you now? He said, I'll never stop. Okay. <laughs> he was we going, have no reason you know, not to trust him. He was going to use his laser vision to kill a woman and her child. Oh, so where I is had... she? We'll get her side of the story. <laughs> oh, he did, though. He oh, yeah, her. he killed her. Well, he'd be like, I killed him, but since he's from Bizarro, it means he's not really dead. It, it, yeah. It's a thing. Don't worry. I didn't actually do that. That means he's really alive. Yeah. He's truly alive. At least to him. Now. So Superman's playing with all in his head, and he's like, you know what? It's just easier if I just fly away. He goes straight up. (laughs) (laughs) He walked into the department store and just blasts out the ceiling, and they're like, well, that was weird. They go in there, oh, God. So Clark Kent goes to work, and uh, they they deliver him like a special package. Like, hey, Mr. Kent, you you got a package. And he's like, oh, cool. At this point, in pre-crisis, soon to be post-crisis continuity. Mm-hmm. Clark is a TV reporter because being a newspaper reporter would be antiquated. Sure. Wow, so, okay. Yeah. Sure, now more people can see the resemblance between Clark <laughs> and I Superman. Yeah. Genius! So, Superman like opens up this package. It's stuffed with Superman action figures, which, by the way, huh. existed during this time. Of course. And there's a DC event called Legends that like is practically commercial for those action figures. <laughs> But I know that they're for those action figures because old girlfriend from Smallville, Lana Lang, is working for the TV, TV station. studio. Right. And she's like, this is a great action figure. See, you squeeze his legs, which is an action feature yep. from that line with that figure. And what you would do is you punch. Yeah. That was his action feature. <laughs> but instead, it shoots actual lasers out of its eyes and it <laughs> destroys the desk for the news station. Oh, jeez. And then all of them start getting up and start flying around. And then they all blast Clark with their laser vision and reveal his Superman costume. What? And he's like, oh. I'm a big fan. That's why I bought these. He, he doesn't even try. It's like the little like, robots? Yeah. Or whatever. Or like little hymns. Yeah. Were they made by like the toy maker or whatever his yeah. name is? Yeah? Yeah. Yay! Yay. Yeah, Toy Man. Toy Man. Uh, so 
Superman's goose is cooked, he's like, oh. And Lana's oh, like, you got me. Right. And unlike some continuities, Lana Lang did not know that Clark Kent was Superman. She's okay. like, all this time, re- oh, damn it. And then uh, the, the, the two action figures of Superman like come side by side and they're like, ho ho, like we got you. <laughs> Start talking. Yeah, like an army of darkness. <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, I know that voice. That's the, the and they're actually conduits for two Superman villains who've teamed up. Oh, the prankster and Toy Man. Sure, because it's a big prank that he yeah. played on Superman. And uh, they knew who he was. Yeah, they figured it out. Oh, okay. Off panel, they figured uh, yeah. it out. Okay. Well, I mean, it's all, it's all part of a scheme. Okay. But I don't want to ruin. We it. get to right. find and out I mean, what happens. To be happens. fair, it doesn't really take a genius to figure out. Right. He slouches. It's a whole thing. So you know, it's these two like weird macabre action figures who are like, "Woohoo, we beat you!" And he's like, "Oh, I know those voices. It's it's Prankster and Toy Man. Like you jackasses. Yeah. Oh, you. Yeah. And then they're like, "Hey, but you got to open up your other package." <laughs> and then they, and it's just this big box. And he opens up the box, and it's stuffed with the mangled corpse of his best friend from Smallville, Pete Ross. What? What? Oh yeah, no, they kidnapped him, and they tortured him until he told them that Superman was really Clark Kent. Wow. They knew that there was a connection between Superman and Clark Kent, so they just started with his family, like with people that were people related to People who knew him. Clark Kent. And yeah. they were like, oh, we got lucky on the first try. So wait, is he, is he dead? Or is oh, he he's like... dead. Wow. Pete Ross is dead in his box. That's wow. messed up. Wow. And Superman's like, oh my God. Hey, Toyman and Prankster, do you know anything about radio waves? And they're like, oh, and he's like, because I can see them. And then he flies over there and uh. just bashes through the wall and he like beats the crap out of them and he wants to kill them, but he won't. And now he's like, well, my secret's out. I guess I'll just stop being Clark Kent. So he just stops being Clark Kent and is a Superman all the time. <laughs> so he, would, he just like winds up going to like Pete Ross's funeral just as Superman. He's like, well, I guess that's just who I am. Like, right, right, yeah. And yeah. the girls, you know, like Lois and Lana are like, you know, what the hell? He doesn't try to just get the people at the Daily Put like, look, guys, can you just, like, keep this on the DL? No. You're all friends with They me. were all on TV. Oh, it was just, on TV oh, as it was happening? Oh, they just turned the cameras. Oh, okay. But his coworkers suck. Yeah, well. Yeah. It was a scoop. Yeah. They're doing their jobs. Here comes that Pulitzer. <laughs> I hope yep. someone got one. Maybe it was Lois. Anyway. <laughs> was she, she there? She wasn't even there. No, no. She just gets it anyway. Yeah, she just gets it anyway. It's a Superman story. She, now, she, it's her. Lois knows at this point? No. Oh, so nobody knows. Nobody knew. So in pre-crisis, in in pre-crisis continuity, only Pete Ross knew his identity? Yeah, more or less. And his parents, I guess. And his parents, yeah. I mean, they have to. Okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. So the whole story is like peppered throughout with little like hints and time cutaways for Lois to be like, and then a bunch of other crazy stuff happened, but moving on. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unbeknownst to me, some other crap was happening. So like we see... They established in dialogue that Brainiac, and we talked about Brainiac in our episode of Panic in the Sky. Yeah. In which, like, there are multiple Brainiacs, like, throughout continuity. Suffice it to say that in pre-crisis, nearing post-crisis continuity, Brainiac was a cool-looking robot. And Alan Moore is like, and then he destroyed him and, like, threw all his pieces to the four winds. Okay. And Lex Luthor is looking for it. Because he knows that, like, he can use his untold technology for nefarious... You know, businesses. Okay. And so... That makes sense. Lex is in the Arctic, and he's, like, trudging through the snow, and he finds Brainiac's head. Right. And he's like, awesome. And then Brainiac wakes up, and then assimilates into Lex Luthor, and attaches itself to his head, and then plugs into his brain. Oh. Only he had hair to protect him. (laughs) (laughs) 
He was the perfect <laughs> specimen. I could infect anybody's head, but like it would feel weird if there was hair under there. Yeah, so, well, and like, it goes bad. And yeah, it washed, yeah, and it's it. just gross. It just lot. It just saves me a lot of time. Exactly. So, Brainiac now puppeteers Lex Luthor and uses his vast intellect to help like augment his own. What? But Brainiac was already way smarter than Lex Luthor, right? Uh, he kind of indicates no? that he wasn't quite as smart, or at least that he could use Lex's intelligence. Because he's a different kind of intelligence. Yeah. I guess, yeah. He's more right-brained. Now he's <laughs> now he's got like the artificial intelligence and the human intelligence to create the perfect the best engine of, both of worlds. death. Yeah. Right. Ah. Um, and you know, Lex's consciousness tries to resist Brainiac but he's like you know I'm too strong for you like, yeah. take one step forward and then another and then another and they just trudge through the snow okay meanwhile meanwhile at the Daily Planet <laughs> which is still um, a thing oh, oh no yeah. it's a is the Daily Planet a radio Daily station Planet. or is that a different no, place Daily Planet and WGBS are now one like cohesive okay. entity and they okay. have like a TV studio alright so uh Metallo has Okay. So it's just every yes, villain. It's from... every notable Superman villain yeah, shows okay. up in this. Okay. Metallo, who has a kryptonite heart, he winds up like screwing over a whole bunch of random people and turning them into Metallos and oh. then launches a siege on the Daily Planet. Okay. Yikes. Yeah. Do they all have kryptonite hearts or just him? You know, we don't really see them. They all have grappling they, hooks. They, they, do have, they certainly have yeah, grappling hooks. We know they, that. They have like discs that open up. So I assume they don't have kryptonite hearts because they fix the people who Metallo screwed over. Okay. Oh. And I don't know how you could like rip out their hearts and put them Right, in, put a regular. Put oh, well, your heart. He just has a box of hearts over here. And we're just going to put them back. Put them back yeah. yeah. It's a jar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Good call, Christina. <laughs> so these Metallos are wrecking the planet. And Superman shows up because Jimmy calls him with the signal watch. Mm -hmm. And then Superman goes to the top of the Daily Planet and then grabs like the pole that connects the planet to the building. And he like rubs it really fast, turning it into a magnet. And not quite a strong enough magnet to pull all the cars off the streets, but just strong enough to pull all the metallos to the planet. Wouldn't it also pull like all the, all the like yeah. metal in the building? All the paper clips, yeah, all the knives. All the, I mean, we do see a chair. A couple oh, chairs, hey, computers okay. and stuff yeah. go. All right. It should be a lot more, but okay. Yeah, it should yeah. be like everything. At least we get this. Yeah, at least it's some thought went into mm -hmm. this plan, but I Superman guess. But Superman is like, okay, this is too weird. I feel like someone's out to get me. Yeah. At the very least, that like I've got a target on my back. Yeah. So he goes to the planet and he's like, so anybody who has any like close connection to me, I'm going to bring you to the Fortress of Solitude and just protect you there. And I'll wow. just like create a stronghold and I'll defend from whatever's attacking me there. So he's like ferrying people to the fortress, which we've seen in the other Alan Moore Superman story. So it's like, it's this weird like vacant cave. It's like a bat cave yeah. with fewer cool things. Yeah. Um, just pointing it out. It's weird. Oh, I didn't even notice it up there. Yeah. It's so unremarkable. Yeah, it's it's cavernous yes. and unfriendly. Right. It's cold. But it is it, called the Fortress of Solitude, so I guess it would be. That's a line in the book. Really? Where Lois is like, it's cold and unfeeling and empty, and I guess it should be, because that's what it's freaking cold. <laughs> Oh. So, uh, by the way, there's also a subplot, kind of, where Perry and his wife are kind of like almost going to get a divorce. Oh. Oh. And, but, he, but Superman doesn't care, and he brings them both anyway. And right. they just have to deal with it. Yeah. And they like, argue sometimes, but like no one really cares about it. Okay. So then the Kryptonite Man shows up. Who's the, the Kryptonite Man? The Kryptonite what? Man is a dude. <laughs> He's an alien who flew through a cloud of Kryptonite gas or whatever. Uh, and it like stuck to him? Yeah, it, it, it infected him and made him into a Kryptonite Man. No. 
It was like from <laughs> in the wake of the destruction of Krypton, he flew through the. It's almost like mm. how the Fantastic Four got their powers, only it's like Kryptonian radiation. It's, okay. That's it. And does he have any powers? He can shoot kryptonite and <laughs> raise and at he's Superman. like dying. More or less. <laughs> he doesn't. I mean, he seems fine, but wow. like he's upset about it. Is he a Kryptonian? He's I don't understand. Okay. He's just an alien. And I'm guessing it's green kryptonite. Of course. It looks green. Not, you know. And the other colors. Not like pink or yeah. yellow. Exactly. No. So the Kryptonite man's tearing up Metropolis looking for Superman. Of course, as little as he knows. He's Superman's not there. In the Arctic right yeah. now. But Brainiac is there and he brings his skull ship to. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. It's just his head. Yeah. It's just, it's With so like tentacles coming out of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just me, but a bigger me. It's a bigger me. And it's scary. It's it also like a tiny me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm the tiny me. No, like even tinier me. Right. A little me. It's like nanites. They're all just me if you look under a microscope. <laughs> uh, so Lex Brainiac is like, Kryptonite man, he's great for our plans. We'll steal him and bring him to the Arctic. And but is this a coincidence that, that he's there? He wasn't orchestrated by Brainiac? No. No, he just showed oh. up. Yeah, he just showed up. Well, because it's Tuesday. Right. And a couple people just kind of run off. And some people are probably like, you know, hey, Martian Manhunter. <laughs> and he's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I guess the thing is everyone knows his identity, so they're all coming to the That's Daily the Planet. That's the but there's actually more to <clears throat> oh, okay. that. Oh, okay. Um, also, Crypto shows up uh, at the Yay. fortress. So Crypto's in the book, too. When he shows up, he's like, burr, burr. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so everybody gets, like, a weird room at the fortress. Oh, because he was planning for this. He's got I all guess. these rooms or built. Or he had a whole bunch of guest rooms, <coughs> just in case the Fortress of Solitude was going to be changed to the fortress of many people who live here Right, now. of not so much solitude. Everyone, shut up. <laughs> how did he get those rooms built? <laughs> he built them himself, I guess. Oh, so he's, he knows how to, like... Construct, construct things and drywall yeah, and paint. He like, probably read a book well, on I mean, construction. Yeah, that's true. Like, taught him that kind of thing. That's yeah. true. He doesn't have to build yeah, barns and And he can work at the cows. super speed, so it wouldn't take Same him that long. Exactly. Maybe he watched a lot of PBS. No doubt. I don't know. It's wholesome. In any event, <laughs> uh, so while everybody's going to bed, Superman gets a visit from the Legion of Superheroes. Okay. Including the Supergirl's there too. Well, that's a picture of Supergirl that he has. Oh. I was gonna, I thought the same thing, and I'm uh, like, oh, and then she put on a skirt instead of wearing. Yeah, no, Supergirl is dead. Oh, she's that's, already dead. She's I thought she dies dead. in in crisis, crisis, which is happening at the same time as this book is being released. Oh, so and like yeah, we Supergirl know that she dies. dies so no, she dies. <clears throat> okay. Then Supergirl shows up with the Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, reality is also unmade though. So like, where does this? How is this happening? Uh, forget it. <laughs> just, just, all okay. you need to know is that Supergirl is dead. Yeah. So the Legion shows up and they got Supergirl, but she's younger. She snagged a ride with them to come visit Superman oh. in the future. Did they tell her? They straight up don't. And Superman takes Brainiac. <laughs> There's also another Brainiac and he's a member of the Legion of Superheroes. Okay. And this Brainiac is good and cool. Is and he the one from later on? Yeah. Okay. And Superman is like, hey, what are you bringing here for? She's dead here. <laughs> Isn't she going to wonder why I've got a big like, poster of her? Yeah, or where <laughs> she is or weird. why she's not here. Also, there's like a weird time travel thing where like you can't be where you already are. Oh, yeah? So so she's, well, then she should know. Right. Well, the only way like, I could be here is if I'm dead. She puts it together because she's a dimwit that she thinks she's in space. She's like, oh, I must be in space since I'm, since I'm here. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, because you're always in, you're always talking yeah, about you how love, what you, you like space. space. Yeah, trust me. Well, because she's like, <laughs> you really love space, don't you, Supergirl? It's that. It's really that. <laughs> and it's just so sad. And she's like playing with crypto, and she's like, man, like, where am I? I must be so told, like, do I? Am I pretty as a woman? And he's like, you're, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. 
and you're like, oh, that's really sad. Like it's it's just played for it's played for tears. Right. And uh, so they're like, hey, listen, like anyway, we we heard that this was a really really important date for you because like shortly after this date, no one ever hears from you again. So we want to give you this like statue that says like you're dead. <laughs> and he's like. Thanks! You oh, show great. me my dead cousin, and you give me a statue that's like gonna be the one they build in my honor that's for my death. Like, thanks. Why'd you just kick my dog while you're here? <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, nobody like, heard of D crypto either, so, uh, so uh, blam. sorry. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> take crypto out back behind the shed. Yeah. So they. So they <laughs> so it would they be tragic if he lived without his master. Right. Yeah. So then they leave. And Superman just starts crying. Oh, jeez. On, on his big square. Yeah, on this, well, this on is, square chair. Oh, that's where the statue's going to go. That's where the statue of him crying is going to go. <laughs> so, anyway, but it's great. because uh, It's actually, it's really sad because you, you, the narration is Lois giving an interview about like how she didn't oh. see what happened here. So she oh, says, she wasn't like, there. He never told me what happened. No, she's in bed. She's so who's asleep. telling oh, us this part? Oh, Lois is telling, well, we're seeing this part because like we have an omniscient oh, right. comic book okay. creator showing us the book. But the narration is, like, he never told me what happened that night, but before the siege began, I saw him the next morning, and it looked like he'd been crying. Aww. And you're like, oh. So then the next issue is, like, actually the last Superman issue, and mm -hmm. it moves on. So, like, uh, Super, uh, so Superman's, like, melting the key to the fortress because he doesn't want anyone to be able to, like, lift it and put it and, like, open it. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Lois is giving coffee to this, like, cute young Daily Planet reporter. Oh, now he's young? I mean, he's younger than her. He, when he arrived, he did not look young. No, he, like... he could be a game show host. He yep. looks, yep. Like he looks exactly like a game show host. Yeah, but he's younger. He he looks younger than I guess that's her husband. Yes. looks. Well, that's what I'm guessing what happened is once they started drawing a different man who was supposed to be older, they were like, uh oh, uh oh, oh yeah. Well, no, it's look not younger. really that important. <laughs> but but uh, Jordan Elliott, Lois's husband, shows up and he's like he's like what everyone looks like in 1986. Right. He's got. He's got a swell uh, Burt Reynolds stash. He's, he's, got, got, he's got a Doctor Strange mustache got, from that time. That's right. And he's got the Doctor Strange hair, too. Yeah, the white. The but he's like, hair. yeah, but he's like, what's going on? And he's got like a dumb accent for some reason. And, yeah. And Crane's like, hey, so, oh, man, like, I'm sorry that like, we're talking about like Lois and the times and she was, he's like, oh, Doink and Superman? Eh, he's a loser. Like, the real heroes are us. <laughs> like, people. Yeah. And, like, and Lois is like, like, yeah. Yeah. And Crane's like, sure. That's why I'm writing an article about you, you friggin' idiot. So, why why did Lois marry this guy? Because Lois is a vacuous person. She's the <sighs> Veronica of the Superman universe. Yeah. So, of Betty and Veronica. Well, yeah, okay. You know, Lana Lang, Lois Lane, anyway. So, uh, Superman's, like, preparing for a ground assault when Brainiac skull ship, Lex Luthor's dumpy body, yeah. the radioactive man, like, all get out and they're all ready to go. When... The Legion of Villains shows up from also the 31st century. Oh. It's just like an inverted Legion of Superheroes. Yep. And they're just jerks who are like, we heard Superman dies today, we want to watch. <laughs> and they're like, cool. And they say that his greatest nemesis defeated him. And Brainiac's like, that's me. Cool. Good to know. Feel All free right. to watch. Yeah. It's going to work. Sweet. Also, that guy's dressed like Christmas. Yeah, he really is. Like, just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm evil Santa. <laughs> Do they even get names, or are they just like... I they just do. gave you his name. <laughs> evil Santa. Yeah, yeah, they do have names. I mean, they're all like... They're basically evil counterpart versions of the Legion of Superheroes. Right. And you get Cosmic Boy and Saturn Girl, and like this is like Cosmic Man and Saturn Woman. You know, like, it's just... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Great. Lightning Lord and Saturn Woman. Why is his costume that color, then? Because <laughs> green and red are complementary colors. Yeah, I know that. 
So anyway, uh, <laughs> then Brainiac like launches this huge dome around the fortress and like two miles outside of the fortress. I think it's okay. this, this chair or this area of the couch. When you started saying he launched this huge, and you said D, I was like, deuce. He launched <laughs> a huge deuce. <laughs> You're infected by the Damn it, ben. by the Ben field. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he just he just straight up poops on Superman, <laughs> and that turns out to be brown kryptonite. And Superman dies. <laughs> But not before pooping himself as well. <laughs> and everyone that day, thanks for that, Ben. Just all agreed that they would never talk about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, we don't know what happened to Superman. <laughs> yeah, he it's the last that anyone ever heard of him. Never talk about it. <laughs> and then Lois concocts his grand villainous battle. Yeah, right. She's just been adding to it every year. She has yeah. a little more. Oh, and then the villains from the future showed up to watch because it's so infamous. It's so epic. <laughs> The Superman can't leave because the Kryptonite Man's like, no, nah, I'm radioactive. I'll Why does he just fly in the other direction? Yeah, like just he's in one place. Well, also, he knows he's got to protect, like. Okay. Because oh, it's not okay. like he's fast. He's just he seems to run at a normal pace. He really does seem to do that. He's just. But uh, while that's happening, other superheroes show up and they're trying to like break the barrier, which is kind of hilarious. You got, you got like Captain Marvel who's like punching it with like the strength of almost Superman, but then you got like Batman and Robin who are just hitting it with sticks. <laughs> it's like that's not know, gonna work, man. I appreciate the effort. If Captain like, Marvel can't get through, I just, please. I just, just want to bring up where did they get these sticks? Did they bring them with them? <laughs> Those because are, yeah. it's not like they got them around. Well, maybe they're bats. They're bat batons. <laughs> they're batons. Batons. They have to be bats. It's yeah. Branding. They're like telescoping. They came out of the utility belt. Anyway, everyone kind of. Knocks off for uh, nighttime. Right. Like, oh, that didn't work. Yep. And so everyone goes to sleep, and Superman goes to Perry's room. What? Perry and his wife have separate rooms. Wait, literally just everybody just stops? Like, yeah. all the bad guys go back into Brainiac's ship? Yes. I guess they're going to wait him out. Every, yeah. Like, all the superheroes go home. They just wait outside. The, superheroes don't, the superheroes don't leave. It's cold. Yeah, well, they probably get into, like, Wonder Woman's invisible plane or something. <laughs> so Superman and Perry have, like, a heart-to-heart. Because mm -hmm. Superman's like, you know... They're, all the bad guys are here. They're here to kill me. Superman's not concerned about that. He's more like... No. He's more concerned about the fact that he never really, like, told Lana Lang that he doesn't love her anymore and he's actually in love with Lois. And, like, Lana's <sighs> here and it's awkward. Oh. Is Lois here? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, are, is this, was he in a relationship with Lana Lang at oh, the yeah. time? Oh, well, no. He was in a relationship with her. Then they break up. And then, like, she moves to Metropolis. And, like... So we play it up, you know? Like, Superman's not married, so why doesn't he date, like, Lana or Lois? Oh, I mean, he can't tell the difference. Or I see. Like, you know, he can't decide between them is what the point. Right. right. But he has already decided. Yes. He just didn't tell her. Exactly. Interesting. That's okay. it's, like, sad that he's such a coward. Does Lois Lane mm. care about Clark Kent at all at this point? Clark Kent's not. He's dead. Well, he's dead now, but, but I mean, like, before. Yeah. I mean, okay. like, Lois is still Lois. It's the Lois you remember. Okay. Particularly okay. by 86. So while that's happening, Lana and Jimmy can't sleep. And they've broken into Superman's, like, treasure trove of stuff from pre-crisis continuity, which can make <laughs> anything happen. And there have been, like, a multitude of comics about those things. Right. Uh, they also have had stories in which they have done this already, so they do it again. Uh, this includes Jimmy taking a serum to become Elastic Lad, so he can be, like, stretchy. And so <laughs> Lana takes a dip into this magic lake water, which gives her powers so that she can be Superwoman. What? But they, oh, they did that recently. And with with, with All-Star Superman? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not just that, but like Lana Oh, yeah, got, Lana and, and Lois got like superpowers, superpowers. Yeah. in Rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's a been, thing. They've been telling these stories for 100 years. Yeah. I'll okay. tell them for 100 more. So, so anybody could just do this at any time, go in this pool and get superpowers? Well, yeah, but it's hard to get into the Fortress of Solitude. Well, yeah. Oh, I guess Superman That's why it's like can't. out. That's why there's no lock on anything. Superman can't go in there because it's magic. That's right. 
And he does make a point about magic and how he like he's weak to it. Oh. In the story, does she intentionally do that to get powers, or she doesn't know idea what's going to happen? Oh no, she knows because she's done it before. Oh, she, she intentionally does it so that she could be naked in front of Jimmy for some reason. Right, she tells him to avert his eyes. Oh. But what's great is they've done this already. So Superman has costumes of theirs that he kept in a trophy room. So they just take the costumes back out. Right, and put them back up. I'm going to go do the thing that I did. Like, Superman needs help. Right, and fair enough. We're the only people who well, could have powers to help him. Why don't all of them d- jump in the lake thing? And yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> none of them the did lake. it before they except never, for these two. Exactly. What does it matter? There's not enough costumes to go around. Because well, I mean, all it is is a callback. Wouldn't it yeah. be easier for Superman if like, the people he was protecting could at least stand up? To and, death? And, yeah, yeah, like for a moment. He doesn't have well. costumes for them. Anyway, so Superman's bitching and moaning about how he, he, he doesn't love Lana anymore. Mm-hmm. But Lana has already dipped into the magic pool, so she's getting all these like powers, oh. including super hearing. So she hears oh. that Superman doesn't love her anymore and that he actually loves Lois. Oh. And she's like... Well, I'm still going to defend him. Like sure. I still care about him, and so she goes out there with Elastic Lad to stop, you know, everybody. Okay. Includes, but like, they already stopped. Oh no, no, no! They 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 kick back up again. Oh, so like okay. Kryptonite Man fights Superwoman, and she's like, I'm not for Kryptonian. Right. <laughs> so she's slapping so I can her punch around. him. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jimmy is trying to deactivate the like dome that's keeping everyone in there. Okay. okay. With his elastic powers. Yeah. As you can see, he used them to oh, get up to a high place. So he doesn't have to climb the ladder. Yeah. That's right there. Well, he, he could still do it, but it would uh, take like twice as long. I, I don't want to so. climb like 10 feet. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. All so right. Well, do you know how to shut off the machine? I'll just use my elastic powers to do that. So what? While he's doing that, uh, Lana's like slapping Kryptonite Man around, and then she comes before Brainiac Luthor, and Luthor's like, yeah, Lana, you gotta help me. Brainiac's manipulating my body. You gotta k- k- kill me, Lana. Oh, so wow. she slaps him and snaps his neck, and he dies. <gasps> what? That's awesome. I know. So then, like the evil legion of superheroes or whatever, like they're like, "Oh, this is this is going bad." Like, whoa, so, whoa, whoa, whoa! What? The, I came here to watch Superman die, not Lex Luthor and Brainiac get beaten by this <laughs> chick I've never heard of. Exactly. <laughs> well, plus, like that's supposed to be his greatest villain. He's dead on the floor, so this isn't gonna work out. Maybe we're the greatest villain. So then they like attack her, oh, and they they basically take away. They he, <sighs> Cosmic Man uses his transmutation abilities to turn the radioactive traces in her tissues to normal body salts, which keep Makes her, her from having powers. Okay. And then uh, Lightning Lord yeah. electrocutes her to death, and so she dies. Oh, wow. I was wow. wondering what that was down there. Yeah, it was a smoking husk of her body. smoldering pile. I thought it was like a dog. Yeah, and then uh, Elastic Lad, a- a.k.a. Jimmy Olsen, like, stops screwing around with the machine to go help her. Hold on. How has Superman not heard any of this? <laughs> He's too busy, like, still, like, pouring his heart up to him. Perry or something, I don't know. Like, he should absolutely like hear from it. From the get-go. Lana accidentally hears that, that Superman doesn't want to date her anymore. Yeah, but Superman, but Superman can't Superman hear this can't huge hear, fight. Can't hear his longest running friendships ended with death. Does, does he show up Oh, before Jimmy gets it? No, Jimmy gets zapped in the back. Damn it, I was talking I, I had him assumed he was like <gasps> waiting out the whole Lana thing. He's like, okay, now I don't have to have an awkward conversation. <laughs> But I'll save Jimmy. Lightning, no, Lightning Lord, you do me a solid. Yeah, yeah. Call, you, can, you can get out of here without me uh, kicking your ass. <laughs> yeah, you go back to the 30th century. So, no, uh, Elastic Lad is shot in the back and killed, and the Legion is like, what? 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 What is this? And then Lex Luthor's dead body rises up like some kind of macabre puppet, and Brainiac's like, I'm I'm Brainiac. I reduced Candor to nothing. Like I made it as tiny thing. Like I I'm Superman's greatest foe. I can't be killed by a mortal body. Right. 
So huh. like, here we go. So then like, but how's that body walking around when you're attached to his head? This is and just this has gone straight up like Junji Ito over here. Yeah, he's just, yeah. He's just puppeteering it. Yeah, but its spinal cord was snapped or it's broke. All, it's all hair. It's not hair. He uses uh, <laughs> what's it called? Well, later. Lex's rigor mortis will set in, and he's like, I can't use it as much anymore. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, it's like he's he's zapping it more or less to like okay. do what he wants. <laughs> he's jury rigging the yeah yeah. But the force shield should be down, but isn't. Hmm. And they're like, cool. Well, so Jimmy did something to it, but it didn't work. He did what should have deactivated, but it's not deactivated. Okay. Okay. It's still up, and so. Oh no, Green Arrow's here. Yeah, he's there. there. Yeah. And Martian Manhunter and Hawkman. Well, they had plenty of time. They had like a full night's yeah, sleep. We can't draw any that. more than five of them in one panel. Oh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> before it was five people, but they were different five, except for Batman yeah. and Robin. Oh, I just like drawing Batman. Yeah. So right. I'm, who I'm, doesn't? I'm going to keep drawing Batman. If I'm drawing Batman, I'm drawing Robin. Yeah. So who else do you want in the panel now? Mm -hmm. So then like Brainiac launches a nuke at the mountain that the fortress is in. Okay. To try and like get in. Uh, this causes an avalanche, which might kill Perry's wife, but Perry pushes her out of the way. Okay. It's like, you know, I love you. We shouldn't fight. We might die. And so she's like, Perry, take me to my room so that we can spend time together. And you're like, oh, good. These old people are going to bang. <laughs> and the fortress How is nice. Too. Yeah. It's where Superman could totally hear it. Or not, uh, apparently. <laughs> so <laughs> so they, they break a hole in the fortress. And so Kryptonite Man just like runs in, he's like, come on, Superman! He's been doing this since he went to Metropolis. Like, Superman, I gotta kill you! And then Crypto shows up, and he just blasts through the wall and then tears out his throat, which kills Kryptonite Man, but also poisons Crypto to death. Oh. And Crypto lets out a death rattle howl and then dies. Does Superman hear that? He definitely hears that shit. Okay. Okay. So he's not totally dead. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't hear the tortured screams of Lana Lang. So he hears what anybody would hear. Yeah. Which is Crypto With screaming his... really loud. Yeah, it's really sad. Aww. So Crypto friggin' dies. That's really sad, yeah. And you're like, whoa, okay. So you killed Lana and Jimmy and like Clark Kent's identity yeah. and Crypto and Lex and, Lex and yeah. Kryptonite Man. You know that they he killed Crypto because he's like, this is what is going to make people think it's serious. Like you, you, you killed like, Jimmy. I know, but it's like <laughs> yeah, now but you killed a. It's just a you dog. Killed the dog. You killed, and the, the dog. dog is like Superman you, power. This book isn't going to pass the did the dog die. Yeah. <laughs> Superman hears it, but he has to ignore it because he's trying to get everybody out of there. So Superman's flying Lois and the statue the Legion of Superheroes gave him. <laughs> so top priorities. He's flying her out of here, and he goes, I don't know where Perry and Alice are. Like, they're okay, but I can't find Jimmy anywhere. Maybe they fled. And then the Legion shows up and goes, or maybe they died. Maybe. Oh. And, I, what? and then Lightning Lord goes, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah, he does the supervillain thing. I like that. I don't know. Where, where... <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy. You can put ha 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 and we get that it's laughter, but yeah. it's like ha 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 ha. Yeah, so I believe those are ha 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 ha. Ha Just you can count them and, it, and you can feel it in your yep. soul. I but, like that it looks like, I guess she asked about the others. And oh, like, yeah. And he says, he's like, he's like, I don't like, it's all like, I don't know where Perry and Alice are, but I know they aren't hurt. Because I can totally hear them bang. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's what's probably causing this avalanche. It's just like <laughs> the horrible. He's like, in one ear, it's just the, the death throes of crypto. On the other one, it's just two old people <laughs> making love. Yeah, thinking that it's the last night on Earth. So yeah. they're like pulling out all the stops. <laughs> so he's like, this is not a good day. <laughs> this is like the worst day of my life. And then Lightning Lord's like, why don't you throw me your girlfriend because I killed your last one? And he's like, 
what? And so I just blast heat vision at them, and he's like, ah, he burned me. He burned uh, me bad. A little bit. So then oh. they just leave, and they go to like the 13th century. Yeah, like, never mind. Screw this! <laughs> oh, fine. You're gonna take it so oh, personally. Well, yeah. If you're gonna like, shoot me, then I'll just leave. Well, they're like, you know what's not in the story? Us. Let's leave. <laughs> so then they bail, and then he sees like Lexus, <laughs> and he's like, ah, I'm winning. And Superman's like, holy crap! And then like Brainiac's like laughing at him about how you know like I got confirmation for the 30th century that your greatest villain is gonna defeat you, and I'm gonna be oh what the hell the, the, the body is getting frozen and shit. <laughs> Timber! <laughs> and he just lands face first in the snow. And then, like, it crawls off of Lex and then dies. Oh. <laughs> why? Just... Why does it die? It was alone in the snow for years. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, like, I guess it, it couldn't used handle. up all its energy. Yeah. It, it was too connected to Lex. Maybe. Oh, maybe. No. Some part of Lex's death imprinted on <laughs> <under> him. <laughs> I think so. That, that scene is like very reminiscent of the thing. Yes. Like, mm. <laughs> shipping me. me. Yep. Yeah. Just, yeah. Then RJ McCready shows up and yeah. his book gets real good. And he's like, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lois and Superman are standing out there in the snow and he's like, this is a weird day. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense what's happening. No. Like, why is the force shield still up? Why are all my friends dead? Why did I get this stupid statue? It's dumb. And then he's like, oh, it's dumb. Hey, mix your spitlick. Get out here. You know, I was going to uh, ask you about him earlier, but I, I, I was like, I don't know when he came around. Like, yeah. When, yeah. When, did you, the, when did you come around? In the 40s. Because he looks like yeah. he was a What do you think? Yeah. At a time when everything was stupid. <laughs> so mix your spitlick shows up and he's like, hey, it's me. You figured it out. I really did kill all those people, though. Whoa, too far. I've been manipulating everything. Like, the force shield's up because I want it to be up. Right. And, and Superman's like, what? Why? And he's like, here's the deal. I'm immortal. I've been around for thousands of years. For the first couple thousands of years, I didn't do anything at all. I didn't breathe or look at anything. I just stood. Then the next thousands of years, I was really cool. And then, like, another thousand years later, I was here and I was mischievous. And now I'm going to spend another thousand years just, like, maybe being a complete monster. By the way, do you think that... I'm from the fifth dimension and I'm an immortal being. Do you really think my true form is this dumbass in a friggin' derby? And then he becomes this horrible demon and he chases after them. And his derby pops off. Just, just boop. Wow. <laughs> and so he chases after Lois and Superman and then gets into the thing and he's like, okay, he's magic, I can't beat him. Right. And Lois is like... The statue was given to you by the Legion and said you were defeated by your greatest nemesis. Maybe the statue has something to do with it. And so Superman looks at the statue and he's holding the Phantom Zone projector. Ah. And he's like, got it! So Superman flies over to the trophy room, grabs the Phantom Zone projector, and he's like, that's it, Mix your spit like it's time for you to die. And spit looks like, oh no! So then he says his name backwards, which is Kill Tipsesium. Yeah. And... As he's being zapped by the Phantom Zone projector, he's being transported to the fifth dimension, and like Rumple freaking Stiltskin, he's ripped in half. What? Oh, because oh. he said it himself. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, like, he's, he's trying to. He's trying to get back. Yeah. Before he gets sent to the. But Phantom it's already zone. hitting so him. Some part oh. of him is going to the Phantom Zone, and the other half's going to the fifth dimension, oh. which rips him in half, and he dies. That's awesome. And he's like, I killed him, and I wanted to, and so I've broken my sacred oath of never killing anybody. And, like, no one has the right to kill anybody. Not him, not me, not you. So I'm going to stop. 
So then Superman goes into this special chamber, <laughs> yeah, which contains gold and kryptonite, which will take away his superpowers. Oh. And so Lois recounts the story about how he entered the room and he never came out. And my assumption is he went through the back door and he froze to death in the tundra. And then like the superheroes like piece together everything and get all the bodies. They went looking for him though, right? They they didn't find him. Oh. So either he like stayed in that room until everybody left, or he like. <laughs> You know, ran out of food in the Fortress of Solitude and died, or he went and died from exposure. <laughs> okay. It's crazy to just watch all the superheroes being like, huh. Like, Shazam just looking at the skull ship like, weird. Because it is a weird. weird. Day. Yeah, it is weird. And Lois is just left alone with the statue. So then uh, the, the, the reporter is like, cool, well, that's a crazy story. Thanks a lot. Like, do you think he made it? And she's like, nope, I certainly don't. Right. And, like, and then she tells him what I told you about, like maybe he like stayed in the fortress or he moved on, but more likely he just died. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jordan, Lois's husband, shows up with their son, yeah, Jonathan. He's he like, gets hey. him out of the he gets the, him out of the, the weird bubble coffin. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> takes him out of stasis. And yep. he's like, "Hey, our kid's away. Come on!" And then like, the, and then like, Crane leaves, uh-huh. and. Uh, they're like, wow, that was weird. Like, I guess he'll be gone for, I guess we won't be bothered for another 10 years until they do another 10 year retrospective on Superman. Uh-huh. And he goes, I hope so. And uh, what's it called? Like Jordan's telling the story about how like he went to work and he had like, he's fixing a 46 Buick. And she's uh-huh. like, really? You don't, you don't miss being Superman, Jordan? Yep. And, like, it's, and, and uh, Jonathan is playing with the coal that is left next to the fireplace uh-huh. and he grabs a piece and he squeezes it and it becomes a diamond. And you're like, oh. Mm. And then Jordan says like, so what's for dinner? And she goes, pizza. And after that, if Jonathan's quiet, I thought maybe some bed and a bottle of wine. And then after that, we lived happily ever after. Sound good to you? And then Jordan's like going into the bedroom as Lois is taking off her clothes and he goes, Lois, my love, what do you think? And he looks at us, the audience, and he gives a big old wink. <laughs> Well, you go, that's the answer to how they could have a baby. He didn't have any powers. Yeah. Any powers. yeah. But a, a, uh, he had enough powers to pass it on. Yeah, well, he's... Well, it's genetic. It's genetic. It's genetic. He didn't, like... Because his son didn't, didn't get, get the golden, golden kryptonite. kryptonite. Right. Exactly, so... The kryptonite takes away your powers, but not the underlying cause of them. Not the DNA. Right. I guess. Okay. But, also, but I love it because Jordan Elliott. Jor-El. Superman's oh, oh, that's cool. That's more clever than I would have expected. I, well, it's, it's Alan Moore. You see, anyone hey. else would be like, whatever. Okay. Else. <laughs> to be fair, though, Alan Moore's written some great things. Yeah. But he also wrote Youngblood. Thank you. <laughs> and Spawn yeah, Wildcats. I'm just saying. That's after he realized it was all bullshit. Are you yeah. bullshit? At this point, he's still... He's still trying. He's still trying a little bit. I thought it'd be fun if his name was Jordan Elliott, you know, Joel. I mean, or not, fuck it. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. I'm so yeah. glad you come on the show. Maybe I'll call yep. him Jasper Crispinson because it's Jesus Christ, because people think he's a Jesus allegory. <laughs> Even though it's a vast misunderstanding of the character, he's more like Moses, but whatever. Anyway. Nobody asked you, Alan. <laughs> I, I answer every question like someone's asked me. <laughs> but uh, whatever happened to The Man of Tomorrow is a beautiful little story yeah. about, like, the end of Superman, but it's also like really sad and angry and mean. And like, it's also like weirdly irresponsible. Where it's just like, <laughs> I killed one person. I will never save anyone ever again. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a, a Jordan says in his like closing monologue how like Superman needed to die. He thought the world couldn't go on without him, but it turns out like it really, really could. 
Mm-hmm. And like, the world didn't need Superman after all. So, yeah. Which is also like really sad too. Tell that to the to the like the building down the street who like five people died in a fire. <laughs> That's why we no killed one... all of Superman's villains. Like yeah. now it's like that doesn't stop fires. <laughs> we got the fire department. Humanity yeah. can take care of itself. Plus you got Batman and Shazam Wonder Woman and, and Shazam. Shazam's like almost that. as powerful as Superman anyway. Yeah. yeah he does like other things. Well yeah. he's just not as popular. He's got... <laughs> it's just like, look, it's a bird, it's a plane. It's Shazam again. Oh. Well, Superman's gone, so, so thanks, I guess. Hey, Captain Marvel, could you wear this Superman? <laughs> well, in some books, I do. Yeah, the worst ones. <laughs> so there you have it. Uh, I will put a link in the description box below this video so you can get a copy of this story. It has both. It has whatever happened and also... And another thing uh, I saw. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's also a Superman Swamp Thing story for no reason. Because he was writing Swamp Thing. Yep. He was writing Swamp Thing. And it's a pretty bitchin' story. Okay. Uh, but it's a great little collection, so go down there, pick it up. I highly recommend you read it. It's cute and sweet and fun. It's, I, I don't know, I love it. I think it's a great little send-off. And yeah. it's, it's a huge love letter to those who love, like, pre-crisis continuity. Yeah. Yeah. It's also yeah. way darker than that art. In, like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah, it is very dark. But it's fun, because it's Chris Wan, who, like, it's a definitive Superman artist who would draw something like that. But George Perez also did some of the work in there. Mm. And yeah. it's really cool, because Perez is a, a titan. Um, it's fitting for a time right after Supergirl has died. Yes. It's almost like more like, oh, we're killing people now? Oh, we're killing okay. Oh, friggin'. Yeah. I mean, it's, the story's over. Like, yeah. Plus, this continuity's ending. So yeah. why not just pull out all the stops? We'll yeah. Kill the kryptonite man. It's, pull and the it's dog, like, rip his jugular out. Yeah. It's and a then super the serious die. battle. Yeah. But it's also like in his silly ass Fortress of Solitude. I mean, the same, st- same continuity, like uh, in. What do you get for the man who has everything? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That epic Mongol fight takes place in his silly yeah. of Solitude. Right. As well. Yep. So, what, what clever question is the Superman Swamp Thing book called? <laughs> uh, it's just called Superman Swamp Thing. <laughs> and thanks a lot for watching. We'll see you guys next time with another new episode of Backers. I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. And I'm Tiffany. So long. Got that time. You remember that time? Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I knew. Yep. It's happening. <laughs>